welcome to the NC Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the host and founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors to come and build profitable property portfolios that completely align with their goals. Okay, you need to know this because for this week only, up until Thursday evening at midnight UK time, the Members Club is open! The doors are open for the first time in 2020 and I am so excited to invite you in to come and join me and work with me in the Members Club. To join, you need to go to www.ncrealestatemembersclub.com. I'm going to put the link in the show notes below. I do not open that often at all because I like to work with the members as they come in, get to know them, get to be putting in place that strategy so that I know exactly what they're doing and I can help you as a new member make the best progress. If you want to know what you get from being involved in the members club, well, Actually, you get so many awesome benefits. Number one, a one-to-one with me every single month. You need to book that from the online booking in the online area in the members club. And then from there, just click the link, book in once a month, your 30 minutes with me. We'll go through your strategy, everything that's going on with you how we can make sure that you're moving forward, a growth plan, and we will also talk through any problems that you have and make sure that you're moving forward in the right direction. As well as that, you also get access to, twice a month, I do a live drop-in session where all members are invited to come to this online event where you can ask questions, get answers, listen to other people's stories and get inspiration from what they are doing. It's really fun. It's a really good place for members to get to know each other because on top of that, once a quarter as a members club, we get together for a live event. And that's on a Saturday and we do it in different places around the UK. So we're always moving. But again, really good chance for you to come and meet me in person because I only do live events within my members club and to also come and meet other fellow members, which is fantastic. It's always such a lot of fun. Plus, you also get access to my online learning environment where you can download all of my strategies. Each month I put out a new package of information and it doesn't take you any longer than 60 minutes a month to go through, but you can learn so much. And so that you know what package of information to go through, when you first jump into the Members Club online area, There's a series of yes or no questions and based upon the answers, you will be directed to the right place, which is fabulous. Also in between live events, different members organize meetups so that you can go and see their properties. And that's something that you can organize between yourselves. There's loads of that going on on the online area, which is hosted in the Facebook group. 
The Facebook group is a phenomenal place where Lorenzo, who's a community manager, and I, we look at your comments, we celebrate your wins. We just have so much fun within the community. There's always a lot going on. You can pick and choose as much as you want. Whenever you need help, drop us an email and we will come back to you with the right guidance of how to move forward, what the best thing for you is. That is all within the Members Club and that is £59 a month. That's it. There is no upsell on it. We don't go, oh, you can sign up to a higher package. Uh Uh-uh, I don't do that. This is truly a space for property investors like you to come and thrive. So if you want to join my members club, now is the chance. I've kept it at the 2019 price for one more opening it. And then this is it. Next time the price is going up. So this is your notice. The doors close at midnight on the 27th of February. So if you want to come and work with me, click the link below. That's www.ncrealestatesmembersclub.com. Join. Come and join me. It's a monthly subscription fee. You get to cancel whenever you would like because you are in complete control of that. But come and join the fun. Trust me, you will get so much from it. So I cannot wait to see you inside the Members Club. I cannot wait to get to know you and your property portfolio. So I hope you're excited to come and join me. Now, this week on the podcast, you have caught me sat on my desk. As you know, I have been renovating my property in Bath for the last couple of weeks. I think I touched on last week that my grandma's really not been very well and my dad's not been very well either. So I've been really busy. So today I'm sat at my desk catching up with everything that's going on and I want to talk to you about growth really important. It's a topic that's so close to my heart. So I have something called the property investment success cycle, which I live by. It's how I develop strategies for my clients and it's how I develop my own strategies too. And the property investment success cycle goes like this. You start off by setting your goals so that you know which direction you are moving towards. Then you look at the strategy. How are you going to get towards those goals? Now, what I find is really, really, really important is that you don't get overwhelmed with, oh my God, I've got to buy 30 properties. Ah, No, we don't do that. We look at a property on a one by one basis because I really believe that it's important that you just buy the right amount of properties that are going to hit your goals. Because who wants hundreds and hundreds of properties if they're going to be difficult to manage and be a pain in the ass for you? So we look at exactly what you need in order to hit those goals that you've set. Then that allows you to start moving forward to buying the next property. We then look at money and finance. Where are you getting your deposit from? How are you going to be buying that property? And learning the strategies around that. Next up, the perfect property. Well, let's go find it. Which area is it in? What does it look like? Should you be buying a commercial unit, a HMO, serviced accommodation, a regular buy to let? Maybe you should be doing a flip or development, but that's all encompassed within that pillar. 
once you've bought the property, we move on to management and lettings. And this is the same with all properties. You have to manage it for the period of time that you're holding it, whether that means that you're going to do a development on it, whether it means that you're just going to let it out. Whatever that means for you, that's what you do. Those first five pillars are kind of the foundation that everything else builds upon. Because once you can start to get to know that, that's where you can put pillar number six in place. And that is growth. And actually, I think the growth side of things is the hardest thing for people to get hold of. And in my experience, it is the reason that people and property investors join the members club. Now, the property investment success cycle is a really good starting place. And getting those first five pillars in place and cemented that you understand what's going on there, I'm not saying you have to learn it so that you can regurgitate it all of the time. It's just knowing that that's the best place to start. You could probably get your first one, two, three, four, five properties just by doing that. But then it gets to a point where momentum just plateaus. And there can be so many reasons for momentum plateauing. And for everybody who comes to me and says, Natasha, I want to expand my property portfolio, but this has happened. Well, do you know what it is that usually stops people from growing? It's the fact that in the first kind of buying period that you've had where you've been buying your property investments, things seem to have been going fine and you're excited, you're enjoying it, everything is going right until it's not. And there is something which catches people off guard and makes them feel uncertain. So the first thing I want you to think about when you're thinking of growth is what is the negative mindset or what is that negative thought that gets into your head that makes you think, oh my gosh, I actually don't think I could buy another property for whatever reason. And I want you to journal this whilst I'm going through key things that tend to stop property investors from growing. I want you to be writing it down and actually thinking, hmm, is this true for me too? Because that is so important for being able to move forward, right? Because we need to know what's stopping us. We can't just plow on because these things come up. And you might think, oh, Natasha, you've just got a little bit woo-woo. Mm -mm. If you've got a negative mindset about anything, that is going to stop you from moving forward because your mind is going to be constantly saying, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that. And that can be really frustrating. I mean, how many times do you say to yourself, I've got no money. I can't get any more borrowing. My property won't rent out. I've had really bad tenants. I've had a bad experience with letting agents. A sourcer let me down and I have no more money to do whatever it is that you want to do. Or maybe you just don't feel confident anymore. Maybe you feel like, well, I had luck the first couple of times, but this time I'm gonna do it. I don't think I'll be able to do it properly. Can you think of things like that? I bet you can. And no matter how much of a good property investor you are, I bet there's things that you're also avoiding. I can even tell you things that I avoid. I mean, I avoid sources like the plague. 
because I've had a really bad experience with one. And I talked about that in a couple of podcast episodes ago. So that for me is like, "Ah, no, I'm not doing that. I had to literally work triply hard for a year in another one of my businesses just to recoup the money that I lost there. And that's annoying because that's a time waste. And that's because somebody didn't act correctly. Frustrating, right? So it puts you off. Similarly, I'm going for a leasehold tribunal at the moment, which you all know about. Again, I've talked about this on a podcast, but thank God I'm a surveyor and I go through this as a routine process because if I had no experience about it, that's it. Leasehold would be off the table. So, but in order to grow, we have to get over these things because growing is about doing things differently from what we did the first time round. Because after all, that's what's going to set us apart to make sure that we are hitting the new goals that we've got. But it's also about getting over these hurdles. Because every single property is different. Every single tenant is different. Every single one of your goals is different. So we need to make sure that we can move past to get in move past those negative thoughts, those negative patterns that we get into, or even just the plateau that we've reached where we're just doing the same thing over and over again, and start to look at ways in which we can do things differently. And let me give you some examples straight within from within my members club so that you can get some ideas. So first thing, you've been bidding on properties, but nothing is coming of it. So you may have been out and seen 10, 20, 30 properties and you've been bidding on them and you've never got that yes. What can you do? Well, in that stage, I would change my mindset and my routine around how you should be doing things. Before going out and seeing a property, do your deal analysis figure out what the maximum you can pay for that property is and get on the phone to the agent. If I come and see this, the maximum I can pay is X. Would the seller accept that? If it's a no, focus your attention elsewhere. You can always come back to that property at a later date if it's still on the market. That way, you're not wasting your time going out and viewing all of these properties when, quite frankly, it's not going to get you anywhere. Maybe you've been struggling because you can't remortgage a property to release the equity because your mortgage lender is saying, actually, the rental income no longer works. So here's some things that you can try. If if you know you've got equity in a property and you know that equity is going to allow you to pay for the next property that you want to invest in, well, there are still a couple of options that you can use. Number one, there are new players coming to the mortgage market all the time, all the time with new options. After we had the last general election, lenders were thinking, hmm, we've got a conservative majority now. We're feeling far more confident to lend. So start having a look at the more interesting lenders, the ones that you would never have really used before. Players like Zephyr Home Loans, for example, or maybe you're going to go to a specialist lender and ask them if they'd lend on this property. Now, maybe you might see the interest rates are a little bit higher, but 
You can negotiate on these kind of things. Secondly, why not have a look at fixing in for longer? The longer you fix your mortgage product for, the more that a lender is likely to lend you on. So you have those options. And the third option is, if you can't really show equity because you're not earning enough from the property, maybe you need to speak to your accountant about whether now is a good time to sell. Because then you can get the money back out and invest in something which is going to make you more money. Next up. Maybe you've been burned badly in the past and you're scared of the same thing happening. For example, you may have bought a new build property and there is a huge snagging list and the service charge is going to be really high, but you've exchanged, you're going to have to complete once the building is finished because you've already signed those contracts. So here's what you can do. Number one, there should still be warranties on this building. So you are really within your rights to make sure that the developer fulfills on what they said they're going to do. That's that. That's the first thing. You can make them do that. And if they don't, then you can use the process of adjudication, which will enforce the contract that you had. And the RICS offers you ways in which you can do that. Citizens Advice will um, also help you with that. Or if the developer is regulated, you can go through their own regulation or an ombudsman. Secondly, if you think that they're going to be overcharging with service charge, you can use the leasehold tribunal. Again, might be a little bit of a lengthier process, but at least you are going to be paying fair and reasonable costs by doing that. And again, Systems Arise is really good for helping out with this. Maybe you've been let down by an agent. Maybe a managing agent or a letting agent has started putting huge amounts of costs on you and you're like, hell no, am I paying this anymore? Well, it may be costly to get out of that contract, but it's not the end of the world. Firstly, if they're charging you costs that aren't in your contract and you've not agreed to, well, they can't. Make a formal complaint about it. Secondly, say to them that once the tenant that you've put in there mo has moved is moving out, that's it. I'm going to a different managing agent. That way, you can go and find a new team who is going to support you in the best possible way. And trust me, it's trial and error when you're employing different teams, different managing agents, different letting agents, because you have to get used to the people that you're working with. And of course, you will work better with some people than you will the other people. Maybe you have to just ride out a contract, but it's not the end of the world. And if you are someone's client, they should always be going above and beyond to make sure that they are getting you the best. Maybe you're not growing because you're scared about finding finance. Let me tell you, we go back to my, couple of, my point from a couple of points ago, but there are so many new lenders on the, in the market who want to lend to investors. So keep asking. What you can do is in community groups, for example, Facebook groups, is ask, has anybody been in a similar situation to me? Have you found lending? Yes or no, who was your lender? Then that gives you a good indication of which lender is lending, and you can go and ask that lender if they will give you finance. 
maybe the tax changes have caught you off guard and you're now in that mindset where you're like, well, I can't grow because I'm not going to earn anymore because the tax changes are just going to catch me out. Look, you're paying more tax because you're earning more money, right? But there are ways around having to pay the maximum tax. So go and get a good quality accountant who can help you out with this. Because having investments and assets is only a good thing because that protects you. It gives you stability. It gives you an additional income. So your accountant should then be able to sort it out for you so that you are only paying the exact amount of tax that you need to pay and you can still make a profit. Let me tell you, there is still profit to be made in property investments. You just need to have a good accountant on your team. Maybe you think that only good the only good deals are outside of your local area. For example, those of you living in the south, do you often think to yourself, oh, to get a good property investment, I'm going to have to be looking at investing up north? Is that you? Is that your mindset? Well, let me tell you, there are still some great investment opportunities in the south. Yes, they might be a bit more expensive, but the yields are higher. And that's great because it means that you have to buy less properties to get to your goals. And also, if it's closer to home, you don't have to travel as far. So make sure that you're doing deal analysis and you're getting good at doing awesome deal analysis. And just a little secret, if you join my members club, we're doing a deal analysis package for March. March is all about getting really good at deal analysis. So if you need to learn that, £59, jump into the members club, come and join me. You can buy great deals anywhere in the UK. You've just got to get it at the right price and it's got to be making a good rental income. If the net profit is right and you might get some good capital gain, amazing. And you can find that across the UK. Trust me. Next up, maybe you feel safe with buy-to-lets and you've been growing your just single buy-to-let portfolio, but you're not getting these massive yields, but it's a slow and steady income and maybe you're getting a little bit of capital gain. But you're then thinking, well, actually, I'd quite like to transfer into commercial or service accommodation or HMOs, but I don't feel confident about it. I feel like it's completely out of my league. I don't know whether it would be even right for me. I also get that, that unknown, that going into something which seems so complicated, so difficult, can make you feel like you're struggling, can make you feel like, oh my God, I'm just gonna stand right here because I know what's happening here. I can deal with this, but I can't really deal with anything else. I get it. If that is you, then take some time to think about what the pros are of your current buy-to-let portfolio, what the cons are, and actually what you'd like to achieve. That alone in itself isn't scary. Growth then comes from you going out and learning about it and making an informed decision. Whilst you don't know what is involved with doing um, buy-to-lets, with doing things outside of buy-to-lets, and you're kind of like, oh, it's so overwhelming, how can you make that choice? You can't grow. Make the choice to educate yourself in it, to learn about it, 
And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, new ideas come. Surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do because that is where growth comes from. Trust me, I'm in masterminds for my business because I'm in admiration for the people in those masterminds and that makes me grow my business. I surround myself within the property industry of the people that I want to be like because then I start thinking, oh, I can start making myself more like that or moving myself to the future goal of me. Surrounding yourself and getting educated in the things that you want to do is the next step towards growth. Maybe you keep getting bad tenants, you're like, meh, I can't do this again. I don't make money, they trash the place. It takes me ages to get them out. And then what ends up happening is you've spent so much money getting these tenants out, they've not paid the mortgage for God knows how long and they trash the place and it's just cost you a huge amount of money to sort out. Then you're in desperate need to get the next best tenant in. Quick, 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 quick. Let it quickly. Oh my gosh, the same things happen again. Because you haven't taken the time to look for a new managing agent or a new letting agent and told them the caliber and the type of tenant that you want and what you want to see on the references. All that means is that, okay, you've been burned. You've had to spend a lot of money and it is not nice. I get it, it's horrendous but take a breath, slow it down, make decisions which are going to get you eventually what you want, those good tenants. And then you can start thinking, well, as I'm growing, what property should I actually be buying so that I can get the good tenants in there? Far too often, people just buy these really rubbishy cheap properties and then wonder why they're not getting top of the market or um, tenants who can afford to pay the top of the market. You need to buy the properties for the sort of tenants you want. But you need to sort out what you've got already. There's no point in burying your head in the sand. It's about, again, asking those questions, feeling confident that you're in control, and then thinking, okay, what am I aiming for? What would I like this to look like going forward? And then growing to that point. Not every tenant is bad. Trust me on that. I've had an awful lot of good tenants. In fact, in all the years that I've worked in the industry, for clients and for myself, I've only ever had one tenant that we've had to go through the court procedure for to evict. And that includes commercial tenants, guys. So there is a huge amount of good tenants out there. You just need to be focused on finding them and making sure that you're putting the right things in place so that you do And to be able to do that, you need to learn and you need to be setting your expectations and telling your team that work for you, that's what you're aiming for. And maybe finally, you just don't trust your abilities to find a good enough deal and that's kept you stuck because you're thinking, well, if I can't analyze this deal and I don't actually know what's going to happen, how do I know if I can move forward? Because I don't think that I'm going to get the right property or have the right tenants or make enough money. That's all right. Take a step back. Look at your goals again. Look at your wants. What do you need from this next property that you're buying? And then from there, you can start thinking, right, okay, this is what I need. Then Go and look at your deal analysis that you do know how to do because you can replicate that based upon the previous properties that you've had. 
look at sale prices, look at values that you should be purchasing for, and then have a look at the rental income and compare that on a like-for-like -like basis. Use the figures that you've got already to forecast what the next property should look like. And remember, negotiating on a sale price and getting that cheaper price will mean that your profits go up. So also have a think about that. And again, if you're nervous about that, you can get educated and find someone to put in your team who can help you move forward. Growth is about changing from where you are today, opening new doors for yourself, and you're the only person that's going to be able to do that and start pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And that's true no matter what industry you're in. There's always a solution to these things because if nobody has died, you can always keep moving forward, right? That's got to be the motto because buying a property isn't life or death. There is always another option. Trust me, there's always another option. You might not like the option, but there is always something that you can do to keep building and building and building your property portfolio. And probably the first thing that you can do is get educated on what you, where you want to go and the direction you want to be in. So read up on things, ask questions, do research, and surround yourself with the people who can keep you moving forward. We all get there. We all get to places where we are stuck. But the important thing to take away from this is that if, you, if we go back to the beginning where I was talking to you about the property investment success cycle and the fact that if you've already been buying property, you probably have your goals in place. You probably had a strategy with the properties that you first bought. You know about money and finance because you've already done it. You know where the perfect property is if you've got properties that are already successful and you are managing and letting them. You've got the foundations. It's about changing that slightly and tweaking it to be where you want to be so that you grow. So think about what you've already achieved. Think about what you've already done. Use that as the foundation and then look at where you want to go and start bridging that gap because that is how you're going to grow and keep moving forward. Trust me, you're never stuck. There is always, always a solution it just might mean that you have to look at things from a slightly different angle. So I hope that podcast has given you some ideas. Again, if you want me to be on your team and you want to ask questions of me and you want to come and use my learning resources and my online environment and be part of my community, then the Members Club is open this week only until Thursday night at 12pm. Again, www.ncrealestatesmembersclub.com that is the link that you need to click to join the members club. It's £59 a month. You can join for as long as you want. You are in complete control of that. But once you do make the decision to join, make sure the minute you get in there, you click that link to book a one-to-one -one with me because I would love to get to know you and your property portfolio. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon. <laughs>